I've been sharing with you from a little booklet that my mother-in-law gave me over 50 years ago, and it changed my life forever. It was full of scripture, but I wasn't raised in a church that taught the Bible, so it was all new to me, even though I believed in Jesus Christ. In fact, when I did get actually saved, I was at home reading a book by Pat Boone called A New Song, and he was talking about this power in his life, and I just put the book down and said, Lord, I've always believed you were the Son of God. I believed you were died for my sins. I'm asking you to come into my life, and I want the power that man's talking about. And that's when the Lord uh, changed my life forever. And it all started really before that day. It started with this little booklet that my mother-in-law gave me. Forever thank her. her, She was gammy to the the family and for giving me this booklet. But... um, in, in the midst of the darkness that we are dwelling in today, I, have, I found a vignette that um, I wrote years back when I used to be on KSBJ on the radio. And I always laughed and said one of God's greatest miracles was I had 90 seconds. And so 30 of it was an intro and an exit. And 60 of it was I had to say something worth listening to. And I I thought that was one of God's greatest miracles was to get me to say something in 60 seconds worth listening to. But this, I discovered this. And with the darkness that we're dealing with in the world today, I wanted to remind us of this. Uh, So I wanted to insert it here. It's called The Power is Available. And it has to do with the great darkness Power has always been a word that caught my attention, and that's what I saw in in the book that I was reading that day. I want the power that man's talking about. You know, for me, if it's not working, why bother? I'm not going to go sit in church for hours on end if if it's not true, if it's not real, if it's not working. This life works and spares you a lot of pain and suffering— And um, it doesn't mean you don't have challenges. You have challenges. But God's given us the tools and the equipment to beat the challenges. Our way of looking at things, he he has to tweak our our way of looking at things and readjust our way of looking at things many times. But that's part of our life work with Him, our walk with Him, is to allow the Holy Spirit to correct us or confirm us and to show us a better way than than all that we can see. It says, power has always been a word that caught my attention. In fact, when I first met Jesus, that's the word that drew me to him. I guess I had always felt powerless in my life. Actually, I had always let life happen to me instead of making life happen. You might say I was a thermometer and not a thermostat. (laughs) That's what I just allowed life to happen. And God wants us to make life happen, to change it when it's wrong. To, to correct it when it's out of order. And he, what did he tell us to pray? Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And so that's what, that's what we're here about, is to bring the kingdom into the earth. And so um, the Bible tells us in Ephesians 1.19 that God wants us to know. He wants us to know. You know, a lot of times religious mindsets will say, you never know what God's going to do. Well, he's, he's, he wants us to know. He wants us to know him. And if we don't know, we can go ask him. He's our friend, and he's here to counsel us and to help us along. He wants us to know the exceeding greatness of his power. This is in Ephesians 1.19. 
the exceeding greatness of his power toward us who believe. So that's the prerequisite is that we believe. According to the working of his mighty power, which he worked in Christ, the anointing, the presence of God, when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly places. So he wants us to know the exceeding greatness of that power uh, toward us who believe. It's toward us who believe. And then he said, can you, I said, can you believe that? Our father wants us to know the same level of power he exercised when he raised Jesus or Christ from the dead. And when you see the word Christ, think of the anointing, which is literally the presence, if you will, of God. It's the, it literally means to furnish what is needed. And God is bringing all things back to himself in Ephesians 1.10. He's bringing it all back to himself in Christ, in the anointing. And so the devil disrupted God's plan. The, the garden had the anointing in it. It got disrupted. And then Satan started building his own kingdom in the earth. And God is going to bring everything back. He, Jesus came and planted the anointing back into the earth. And he wants us to know the same level of power he exercised when he raised Jesus Christ, when he raised Christ from the dead. Do you realize how much power that took? Jesus was full of all sickness and disease, all sin, past, present, and future, for the whole world, past, present, and future. That's, that's a lot of corruption. Talk about corruption. That's a tremendous amount of a corrupted being. We were so corrupted by sin, uh, we don't realize how much toll it took on the human being and on the earth and on the atmosphere, right up to the door of heaven that was corrupted. That took a lot of power to raise him up. And you know, it took a real strong faith for him to stand there and allow it to happen. I mean, he is our conquering hero. If you just think about it. Romans 6, 4 and 5 tells us that Jesus was raised up by the glory of God and if we will be united in the likeness of his death, certainly we shall be in the likeness of his resurrection. That is more power than you'll ever need in a lifetime. The only problem is most of the time we don't call on it. You know, when I take communion, I take communion, you know, the, the blood and the bread, and we repent of our sins. And that's the sin I would say that I feel challenged with the most. Sin means to be without your portion, to miss the mark. And that's when I take the time to look at my life and say, Lord, have I really been exercising my faith um, to the full degree for what all you've given me? I mean, you've given me so much. Am I, am I appreciating that by actually walking it out and walking in it? Am I using the authority and the power and exercising that power in, in you to the degree that you would like? Or am I letting things just not, am I letting life happen rather than making it happen? And I always have to look at myself and judge myself in the midst of that. Not some sin that you, that's so obvious. These are the little, little lurking things that you're not paying attention to sometimes. That's a good time during communion to analyze and examine your heart and see if you're living up to the full potential and possibility that Jesus paid for. That's what I like to do. 
at communion time because it really brings you back into alignment to, am I believing God for all that he's actually paid for? So the, this is more power than you'll ever need in a lifetime, but usually we don't call on it. I challenge all of us today to put a demand on the power God has made available to us. Call upon him today and he will answer you and show you great and mighty things that you never even thought of. That, that spoke to me so much and that's what I found as a 28-year-old little girl with three children, just getting lost in life and, and uh, not having the training or counseling that I probably needed to live a successful life until the Holy Ghost came into my life through the Word of God. So I'm just telling you, um, Thou shalt guide me with thy counsel and afterward receive me to glory. For God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand in the evil, all having done all to stand. The ones that actually spoke to me the most was when I was, um, this one in Ephesians 3.20, Now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think, according to the power that worketh in us. So he's able to do, that changed our life, Pastor Jack and I, uh, many years back. And when we stepped out of uh, our lifestyle, of where we were as far as uh, uh, and to into the destiny that God had for us, we stood on that scripture that he was doing exceeding abundantly far greater than we could even think or ask. If we had just leaned to our own understanding there, we would have never been where we are today because God wanted to do exceeding abundantly far greater than we could even think to ask him. So I'm going to leave you with that. He wants to do exceeding abundantly far greater than you're even thinking about right now. So I encourage you just to stick with this scripture. This is Ephesians 3.20. Just thank him. Release whatever the situation is. And, and release it to the Lord and release it to him that he may be able to do exceeding abundantly far greater than you could even think to ask him. You, won't, you couldn't even think to ask him for what the things he wants to do in your life. So I just encourage you, meditate on that scripture, Ephesians 3.20. It will change your life forever. It did ours. Bless you.